in the buff. It's in the buff. I'm Max Flowers. And I'm Anita Buffum. Oh, and that's who you are. I thought I, I I didn't recognize you. It's been so long. It's been a long, it's been a, been a long, been a long, been a long time. I, for, um, I forgot I had friends. I know. Well, to our listeners, it's only been a few days, but for us, it's been it's been three over weeks, a month, almost. almost a month. Yeah. No. Maybe that long. Maybe almost that long. All right. I've, I've been to LA and back. I know you've been to LA and back. I have this new job. It's crazy. Good for and a girl. New job. How's it go? We talked about them. Um, Oh, girl. Has, has that aired yet? I Ooh, never know. Girl. I never know what's been talked about yet. We, talked, we talked about, about it. it. Okay. We talked about it. Um, how's it going? Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's kicking my ass, but in a good way. All right. So, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. But... New jobs, new beginnings. New beginnings. The Olympics. The Olympics. Can you stand it? Um, well, I'm not really... I'm not... Uh, other than the clips of the swimmers and the divers and the male gymnasts that you send me, I, I'm not... <laughs> I don't, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk about You'll that. You'll fill me in. Because I'm obsessed. You'll fill me in, yeah. I'm making an Olympic-themed cocktail. All right. And I got some uh, gold, silver, bronze, uh, makeup-themed chat for Buff and Beautiful. <laughs> yes, you do. I feel, I have to say, I feel out of practice. I do, too. This is, this is, it's been a while. I feel like we got to find little, our groove again. Rusty. Like, we don't even know each other. Like, who are back. you? Jeez. We need more drinks is I what know. we Cheers. need. Cheers. Cheers. All right, all this and more on right this after episode. this. Oh, see, we're out of we're out of sync. We're now. out of sync. <gasps> right, right after, after this. this. <laughs> Hi guys, Anita Buffum here. Thanks so much for listening to In the Buff podcast. It means so much to us uh, to have your support. And you know, another way you can support our podcast and all of our ventures is by going to audibletrial.com slash buffumbeautiful. audibletrial.com slash buffumbeautiful is your leader for audible programs and audiobooks. They have over 180,000 audible programs to choose from, including The Summer That Melted Everything by Tiffany McDaniel. Well, it's hot enough for it. It's so freaking hot here Jesus. in the city, I can't... I just discovered this one, and I can't wait to read it. Here, listen to this. Fielding Bliss has never forgotten that long, crazy summer of 1984 when a heat wave scorched Ohio. It was the year he became friends with the devil. Sal seems to appear out of nowhere, a bruised and tattered 13-year-old boy claiming to be the devil himself, answering an invitation. Fielding Bliss, the son of a local prosecutor, brings him home, where he's welcomed into the Bliss family, who's assuming he's a runaway from a nearby farm town. When word spreads that the devil has come to town, not everyone is happy to welcome this self-proclaimed falling angel. Murmurs follow him, and tensions rise along with the temperatures as an unbearable heat wave rolls into town right along with him. As strange accidents start to occur, some in the town, riled by the feverish heat, start to believe that Sal is actually who he claims to be. When the Bliss family wrestles with their own personal demons, a fanatic drives the town to the brink of a catastrophe that will change this sleepy Ohio backwater forever. Sounds interesting to me. So that's the summer that melted everything. You can listen to that now on any MP3 player. By going to audibletrial.com slash buffumbeautiful. Follow that link, give us a credit, and help keep In the Buff the podcast free. Okay, so I have to admit, I love the Olympics. 
Like, I know you do. Like when they're on, it's just all my TVs on all day long. Like flipping between the channels. I just I love it because it's a chance to see sports that you never ever see. This is true. And so I wanted I wanted to kind of celebrate that in my cocktail today. I love it. You know, I was listening to uh, Sirius uh-huh. Radio, and um, I heard Mary Lou Retton giving an interview talking about the Olympics. Seriously? Yeah, it was great. And she was talking about like, well, she's uh, that was um, a serious joke, by the way. Oh, what'd you say? Oh, seriously? Yeah. That's almost as good as... I used to go to a school school with a girl named... Whatever. Mary Lou. Um, Yeah, Mary Lou Jenkins. Um, Um, She was talking about how the Olympics have changed. Yeah. And how, you know, all the rules are different. And apparently she was part of the first of the... Gymnastics or female gymnastics? I don't know something. She was saying she was the first, but they didn't. They weren't saying exactly of what. Yeah. Oh, gymnastics rules have changed a lot over the years. And what they use? She said that it's not even the same sport anymore. No. Yeah. And um, and she said that when they competed, like the pummel horses were like hard, and that they didn't have spring in the flooring, and now they have that. And um. And when I was your yeah. age. Well, she wasn't saying it like that. She was saying it's a great thing because she's had two hip replacements and has a back yeah. issue and all this stuff. But um, it was really cool to hear her talk about how it's changed and all this stuff. But one thing she was mess- uh, talking about, which uh, what you said made me think about flipping through the channels, is that before, one channel, one time of the day or whatever, and you always, you know, everyone tuned into that one thing. And now it's like... You watch on the computer, or you watch afterwards, or, you know, and she was talking about, or the host of the show was talking about how it's, for the host, felt like some of the joy has been taken out of it, because the host of the show felt like um, it was fun to all come together and watch whatever it was, because you had only the one choice. Well, it's very confusing, because it's NBC Networks, and so they dedicate, you know, their primary channels, like MSNBC, CNBC, Bravo... USA all to the Olympics. Oh, is that why Jersey Housewives wasn't on this past week? Yeah. Yeah, that's why none of the Housewives have been on. Yeah. You know, I don't have cable, so I watch it on Apple TV. Mm -hmm. And I went all excited to see what's going on with Teresa and the girls. And then nothing. No episode. I was like, what the... For two weeks, they dedicate Bravo solely to Olympic tennis. Because a tennis tournament Uh, is a two-week thing anyway. So so does that mean I'm not going to have Jersey again for next week? No, I think they'll have it next week. I'm not sure. All right. I don't know. I'll find out. I'll complain yeah, about it next time. But it's a little confusing because they, you don't know really when anything's going to happen, except for like the big celebrity names like the Michael Phelps swim or the um, <laughs> or the Simone Biles. Like they, um, they'll they'll record those and wait till like prime time NBC mm. to show them. And I sometimes I can't stand watching like that because they make it such a like celebrity thing, and they show all these special packages, and they're not showing any of the actual sport going on. I you know, it's okay. so it's so pro America. You know, it's like look at us, look at our story. Right. Aren't we the greatest nation right. ever? It's just like too much. Anyway, so but I love it. I I absolutely love it. You know, what is your? Um, do you have like a? One that's like you can't miss. Well, I like watching all the swimming events because oh, you I, were I used to yeah. swim, and it makes me like remember it and fondly. Phelps has set a record, right? Yeah, like a two thousand year old record. That's he's, amazing. Yeah, he is now. I, I I've lost track I, since we're recording. I think he's got like 24, 23 maybe. That's gold. amazing. I can't. I and just isn't can't. he like as far as competing in the Olympics? Isn't he like old? Yeah, 
Yeah. Because he came out of retirement. Yeah, he's 31, which is like ancient for an Olympian. <laughs> he's competed in five Olympics, and he's still winning golds. That's amazing. And here I am sitting here talking, Not and I'm girl, for free. younger than him. For free. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, you know, I'm excited, to. I, I think we've touched on this before. I'm getting organized. I'm like, this is the... I'm, I'm doing a lot of self-care. Yes. So, be you just watch out, listeners. You, you just we're watch out. For we're coming for you. We got it. big plans. That's it. Big plans. Well, one of the things that I, you know, find inspiring about the Olympics is, you know, you work really hard for the long term, not for an immediate goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that I'm trying to, like incorporated into my life is that it's all about little steps for longevity rather than doing something huge right here right now for a result right this second and that's you know that's funny because that's exactly how i kind of feel taking on this new job like this was the first time i went in and i was like you know what this job is going to be the next step to the next thing in my life right whereas everywhere i've worked i've kind of just like committed to it and just stayed through and i'm trying to keep in mind like this is going to be a good thing for the next thing. Like, yeah. I'm trying to keep that in mind. Like, wherever I'm going after this, this is the experience I want temporarily. Right. Well, for the next thing. For the next... No, exactly. Yeah. You right. know, like, I want this to be training for whatever the next thing is. I understand. Going for the gold, honey. Do it, honey. Gonna... Do it. So I have... All right, a... let's make the drink. So I have an Olympic-themed cocktail. Okay. Now, I've already made it because it's a punch. Oh, uh-huh. Because I thought this is, like, fun, like... You know, sitting around watching the Olympics, you need a couple drinks ready to go. Don't want to be bothered to shake up a cocktail. No, nobody's got time for. Somebody got time for that. Yes, we're making a Brazilian punch. Oh, in honor of Rio. I call it Rio Gold Punch. Uh, Rio Gold. I love it. <laughs> All right. What's in it? What are we working? All with? right. So what we're working with, I actually have here, and by no means are you required to get. But I actually just happen to have a Brazilian rum. Oh, uh-huh. now not like the cachaça. If you remember when we made the, no, I the no caipirinhas. Idea. I wish I knew more. I can't. I just you know. Thanks. I know. No, I remember. I mean, I remember your drinks. Yeah, was yeah. it a red no. drink? It was blackberries muddled oh, with yes. the lime. Oh okay, yeah. I okay. used that special Brazilian rum that yes. Aunt Jill brought me. Aunt Jill. Aunt Jill. Yeah. So. This is not Angel, that can you hear kind me? of rum. Angela, you're listening. <laughs> she is. I know. <laughs> so this is not a cachaça-style rum. This is just a, a traditional rum, uh, but it's made in Brazil. It's called Orinoco. It's, uh, it's a white rum, but it has a lot of flavors of like a gold rum. Um, so I thought that would be fun to use. Um, so what you need is your rum, about a cup and a half of rum. How much does it serve? This is going to serve four. Unless it's you and me. Unless it's you and me. And then we double the recipe and it serves two. And we go all night, you (laughs) know. Yeah. So, um, but for this, yeah, this is about a serving of four or like your standard pitcher. Like your your standard iced tea pitcher. Okay. You know, that's what we're going to fill here. Um, So we've got a cup and a half of the rum. We're going to use one can of frozen passion fruit juice. Like, you know, in the... Frozen Isle, they have all those frozen like concentrates of juice. Yeah. Um, get a passion fruit concentrate, a cup of water, because we need to reconstitute the passion right. fruit, mm-hmm. a third of a cup of fresh lime juice, and then we're going to cut up some pineapple into triangles. Uh-huh, my favorite. Um, I love a pineapple in a drink. I love it. 
Because then you can eat it after, and I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. So what you're going to do is you're going to take your the, the concentrate in the water, put it in the bottom of the pitcher, let it thaw up a little bit, add your rum, add your lime juice, and then uh, one extra fun little thing we're going to add to this is um, a little bit of shaved ginger. Oh, now wait a minute. So I always, you know, ginger's a root. Yeah. You can pick it up at the store in the, yeah. produ- the produce. Yeah. Can you just shave it like with a, like a cheese grater or something or what? How yeah, do you work absolutely. It? All right. Yeah, you just buy a little piece. We have some in the fridge right now. You keep um, it in the refrigerator. Yeah, we usually keep it in the fridge. It lasts a pretty long time if you keep it in the fridge. All you do is like when you need a piece, just cut off the very edge because it it, oh, it dries like cheese. out. Yeah, it just dries out like a little. Like cheese bit. when like you don't wrap it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It just dries out, so just slice that off, and then it's perfectly fine the rest of the way through. Okay. So just take a little bit of that with a um, a cheese grater, shave some into the drink. It just kind of you know. Yeah, yeah. Excites it. No spice. Well, I love a ginger. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, well I like a well. deep ginger. Do I, <laughs> I bet you not like, like a, a. You like a ginger deep. Yes. I like a deep ginger. Deep. Deep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So once you've got all those ingredients, stir them, get them in the fridge for a little while just to combine and chill. When you're ready to serve, add plenty of ice to it and throw in some fresh mint leaves. Uh just a few mint leaves. My favorite. But when you're ready to serve, don't let the mint sit in the drink because yeah. then it gets just kind of sloggy. Yeah. Can you just throw them in whole like that or should you muddle them first and put them in? No, you you, you smack them. Oh, that's right. You, you sh- that's right. That's why I love mint so much. Yeah. yeah. You gotta. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's why I always order a mojito. <laughs> and I say, can you make that in front of me, please? Extra smacked. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so I've, I've, I've pulled it out of the fridge. I'm excited. All right, I'm going to pour a little bit here for you. It's a nice golden yellow for the yellow lemon. Oh, uh, I love the Isn't golden, beautiful color? golden yellow color for oh, the Olympics well, here. Passion fruit is so bright, and I love it, and it's passionate. Cheers. I love it. Cheers. Okay. Refreshing. Very refreshing. Tropical. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love a tropical. Any, I mean, all your drinks, I feel like I should be poolside. Which, by this the is, way, this is like definition poolside. I'm looking for a good getaway spot, three or four days that I can go to for just a little getaway. Yeah, I'm trying to think if anyone has any good suggestions. St. Bart's. Well, I don't want anything too crazy, ex- <laughs> too crazy expensive. Just a little like I need to get out of the city. Yeah, I want to bring my mom with me. Yeah. So um, anything that maybe is you know wheelchair accessible. I don't know if anyone's got a good idea. I'm looking for like a, you know a spot. I don't know. I can't think of. Ooh. I know. Let's do it. I, I want to go somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to call my travel agent. I have yeah. a great travel agent, Aurelio. He's amazing. What is it? I need to plug him real quick. Hold on. Yeah, I said it. Ace World Travel. Ace World tra- First of all, Aurelio is a travel agent. He's like seven feet tall and gorgeous. And a couple summers, a couple springs ago. <laughs> Many moons ago. Yeah. You know, he, he came to our brunch show a lot. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm a travel agent. And I'm like, send me away, honey. Send me. send me away. So he came once, and I was like, no, that's it, really. We want to. We need to get away. Oh, my God. We went to Puerto Rico. I oh. think, I think four, four days, three nights, four days, something like that. I, some, something around that. Oh, my God. Like 600 bucks a person, including airfare. Beautiful hotel. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. I know. It was beautiful. It was amazing. 
Um, was it so an image inclusive? Common. We chose not to do that. Oh, okay. We chose not to do that because we were like, we want to eat out of... It wasn't a resort we stayed. It was a ho- nice hotel. It was a hotel. But we could have gotten like an all-inclusive package of <sighs> the hotel. I've always wanted to go to Puerto Rico. Well, we should go. Oh, then let's do it. I've let's never just do been. It. Let's go. All right, we'll do it. I watched the Aerial America of Puerto Rico recently, and I really want to go now. I don't know what that means. The show Aerial America... Oh, okay. It's where they, like, it's just like aerial shots of oh, different beautiful. states yeah. and cities. And... All right, so we'll do it. I got to figure it out because I want to be able to bring my mom somewhere. I want to, where we can go where, you know, she is in a wheelchair. <gasps> Let's do a mom vacation. Well, see, the thing is, I've been dying to get. And my mom's friend Lisa is from Puerto Rico. She's famous there. Wait a minute. <laughs> I've been dying to get Susie and Liz in a room together. Well, honey, you know, it's, it's a hotel. <laughs> I mean, I know Liz is married, and my mom's not a lesbian, but I'm dying to get in a room together. No, I think I think my mom would love Liz, your mother. I think so, too. Listen to us chatting, like, just girlfriend. It was just chatting. Like, we're not recording a show. We're just chatting. We're chatting. Chatting. Anyway, you guys, check out Ace World Travel if you want to go someplace. He was, like, amazing to work with. He'll send you wherever. So I'm thinking of contacting him to be like, okay, so here's the deal. I mean, the one thing is, you know, that my mom's in a wheelchair, and so I feel like... You know, like, I don't know, I guess because I live in the city here and things, nothing is accessible. I'm kind of like, I want to make sure wherever we go is, you know, it doesn't have to be like completely accessible. But, you know, I want it to be like, you know, I want it to be be like, not necessarily a resort where we don't have to leave the resort or or where we shouldn't leave the resort. I want to be someplace where we can stay on the resort if we want it. Comfortably go go shopping a little bit or whatever. Yeah, I love exploring. Yeah, totally. Safely. And I don't think, I don't remember, I think, God, I must have been like five years old the last time my mom took like a real vacation. And we went to to Florida. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm excited to take her somewhere. We're just trying to figure it out. I'm kind of like feeling like a cruise. Now you're going to be held to it. I know. Well, no, we want to do it. We want to. I've been talking on the way here today. We're talking about it. I was, I'm kind of pro a cruise. You are pro a pro a cruise. Sounds I, like a disease, disease. I'm pro a cruise uh, because I feel like, from what I've heard, I've never been on a cruise. But from what I've heard, oh, really? yeah, from what I've heard, it's like you know, it's they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. I think if you get the right destination, they're a lot of fun. I, I've been on a couple with my family, and it's actually it's really fun being out on the boat at sea. Um, you know, it's just kind of a cool thing. You just wander around. There's food all the time, anywhere you go. All the time, there's food somewhere. Right. And, you know, it's usually all part of your package, so you can eat whatever you want, whenever. You can go to the fancy captain's dinner and all right. that. Um, I would say the only thing, like, we went to, um, one of them went to Cozumel. And the port where you pull in, it's just, it's almost like Disney World, you know? It's right. like all tourist. Right. It doesn't feel like you're actually in... You know this amazing right. beach resort town. So me and my sister got a cab and like went out of town in oh, Mexico, uh-huh. which was like kind of terrifying but fun. We went to <laughs> terrifying a beach. but fun. Were, <laughs> yeah. you, were you in Tijuana or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I just want it to be. I want it to be as because it's been so long that she's been on like a, a real vacation. Like I want it to be as perfect as possible. Yeah. So in my head, like the, what a cruise offers. I know a lot of cruises are very accessible. Yeah, and I know I could bring her here to New York City and we can get on a cruise out of here uh-huh. and um, you know I feel like it's convenient in that way and it won't be like we'll have, we won't have to worry about the fact that she's in a wheelchair I, I feel like I don't know um, not that the wheelchair is a big 
I feel like now it's all about the wheelchair, but it's not really. It's like you know, I want, I just want a nice destination that's like comfortable and easy. You know what I mean? You sound like Blanche in that episode of the Golden Girls. Oh, and as I'm waving a fan in front of my face, <laughs> I, what, when she dates episode? the guy in the wheelchair, oh, she does. Oh my god, I don't know it. And she like constantly keeps bringing it up unintentionally. <laughs> I love that. It's like, who? Nervous? Me? Wheelchair. <laughs> I love it. Well, Again. you know, it's so, funny. Well, anyway. it's so funny because, um, I mean, that's how it is. It really is. I mean, like, you know, my mom is like this, like, so with it. But people in the wheel, like, you know, she's in a wheelchair, they'll talk to her like she's slow. Or they won't even acknowledge that she's uh-huh. there and they'll talk to me. It's like so ridiculous. And yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Go, yeah. Vacation in order. Well, I just got back from a trip. You did. L.A. <laughs> La La Land. But, Were you in a wheelchair? <laughs> pretty much. I was handicapped the whole time. Uh-huh. I was working, so I went out to L.A. Do you prefer handicapable? To, to, to train for my new job. Um, with and you, the, you'd never been to L.A., right? I'd never been. And uh, I was training at Wolfgang Puck's flagship restaurant, Spago, which has been around for... Oh, I didn't realize that was his place. Years ago, yeah. <gasps> Do you see any celebrities at Spago? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! You can't tell me, can you? Not on here, well, or can you? No, I can't. Not like crazy celebrities, but like, like one lunch, uh, a, a princess of Italy was having lunch with Diane von Furstenberg's mother, and like that's fun. Okay. Sergio Mendez comes in like every other Wednesday. Who's that? He's a famous musician. Oh, okay, I don't, um, I don't know. Unless it's Yanni, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Do you know what we heard on the radio the other day and I died? Sail away, sail away. Sail. Yeah. Yes. I was like, what is this on the radio? I, can't, I was dying. I was dying. I was like, what the hell is this that we're listening? I can't even believe it. And then I looked and it was like, uh, you know, on, on Sirius it'll say the date of when the song came out. Seriously? 2001. I was like, what? <laughs> you didn't fall for it again. <laughs> you. You and oh, your joke. You. you. How is Enya out? Have, how does en- how did Enya have a song out in two thousand one? I was like, wait a minute. That is. I remember Enya like early nineties, right? That yeah. when, when I think of Enya, I think eighties, nineties. Judy Marie's favorite music to cling to. <laughs> sail away, sail away, and Judy Marie will just stop while she's watching dishes and think That's about life. That's your sign to go on a cruise. That's my sign, I know. Now I just have to convince Susie. I, I don't think she likes the idea of a cruise. I'm not sure why. I think well, I think, you know, like, you know, I think I mean I've never been on a cruise, so I don't know. I don't think she has either, but like I think it's the idea of like, oh, we're stuck in one place. She's well, like, I'm already fucking stuck in this chair. You wanna stick stuck me on a boat? <laughs> we joke about it all the time. Um one time I brought into the city and my mom is not um bound to the chair. It's just you know, she can't like walk long distances, right? So, we're reeling her around in the city. We were down in Chelsea, and we were about to cross a street, There was a, and there was a red light. We were walking. I was pushing her, and she needed to adjust herself in the chair, so she stood up, and there was all these people around us, and I went, sweet Jesus! <laughs> and people looked, and we died. We were laughing. So, it was, it was the fun, the reaction we got was like... It was so funny. We died. And there was another time we were walking around, and um, and she, uh, what she said, it's your fault. I'm in this chair. And I said, I said, well, if you hadn't, it, uh, it, what did I say? I said something like, well, if you hadn't let Daddy touch me, I wouldn't have pushed you down that flight of stairs. <laughs> it's just horrible. It's horrible. We just the most horrible thing. I just love horrible. It. I love That's it. how we get through life, oh, you know. Yes. Just horrible. 
Um, yeah. But I love my mom, and I'm excited yeah. to take her away. But back to your L.A. So, L.A. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Spago, Spago was... This is a restaurant that's like... You know, it's been around for 30 years. They've moved a couple times, renovated a couple times. But the restaurant itself has been an institution in fine dining. Everyone, every chef knows Spago. This drink is really well, delicious, oh, by the way. Oh, Sorry. I'm glad. I'm, glad. I'm enjoying it. I mean, Wolfgang Puck's arguably one of the first, like, big celebrity chefs. Yeah, I'm you trying know? to think. And, is there, I don't think there's anyone. Bef- you know. I mean, other than I mean, Julia Child. You know, or, yeah. But to have a restaurant. In a, in a modern sense, yeah, yeah. He was really one of the first. And, I remember back in the day, them a Saturday Night Live skit about Spago or something, and they were. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that's how I know the name Spago was from the sketch on Saturday Night Live back in the day. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's an institution, and the the. What amazed me, being at Spago and spending time there was like something I've never seen before. I mean, we're talking about hospitality in a way that I couldn't have even fathomed before. In that everybody who goes there as a customer or as a guest is is somebody or has been going there for 20 years. And the everyone in the restaurant, from management all the way down to bussers, knows these people. And they know every little... That's so nice. You know, this guy doesn't like a salt shaker on the table, so make sure that table doesn't have this. And this person, remember, he likes that pizza. It's not on the menu, but we can make it. And remember this person, and they know it like that. And it's it was so impressive to see, and that they're so kind and welcoming, and they, they treat them like family. Like... It was, it just, I was so impressed so being this, there. So the, the restaurant that's opening here in the city that you're going to be part of, yeah. is that a Spago or is that a, a different concept? It's not. So they have two primary fine dining concepts and uh, what I'm going to be at is called Cut. It's a steakhouse. It's just now kind of a question, modern steakhouse. My question based on that is, is the yeah. expectation of that kind of service expected for here? And do you think that's something that can be carried out here well, in Well, company-wide throughout, yeah. I mean, there's a level of hospitality that has to be maintained. But what's unique about Spago is that it's such an old restaurant. I mean, in terms of restaurants, 30 yeah, years to a have a restaurant name and be still as current and relevant. Um it's so unique, and they have, I mean, they know everybody who walks in the door, almost. And it's just, it was so cool to see that. So, yeah, it was definitely an experience. It, you know, and it's, you know, for us, it's going to be different. We're opening a brand new restaurant in a hotel, you know. And there's not another one of these. Not there are. Th- there's, okay. this, this is a steakhouse now. This is going to be his uh, fifth or sixth of this concept. Will he be there at the opening? Um, probably. Oh my god, how exciting. Yeah. I met him while I was out there. Oh, you there. did? Yeah. How was he? Cool? Yeah, he was very nice. Um, I was in the middle of a big conference call when he walked into the office, and I was sitting there, like, at a computer, staring at a spreadsheet that I had no idea how to, what I was doing, and I'm on a conference call with our corporate office and the New York office, and I have my hand, like, shoved into my ear, and my phone in the other hand, like, just trying to make sense of it all, <laughs> and I was like, okay, now, okay, and I put this here, and, and this, and this, and then... He walks in, sits right down next to me, and he starts chatting with the other managers about... He just came back from a vacation, and oh, the hotel was amazing, and this, and telling stories. And I'm like, wait, what was that? There was oh one God. and a half of this, and two ounces of the... What? Like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta and go. I'm like just ignoring him completely. Finally, I hung up the phone, and I was like, hello, how are you? Hi, Wolfgang. <laughs> that's exciting so that was fun yeah i got to meet a bunch of i mean their their management teams out there are amazing they took me to all of their restaurants they have like five restaurants out in la 
Um, but the one day off I had, speaking of this is going back to vacations Let's now. Do it. The one day off I had, I went to Santa Monica Beach. Yes, I got the pictures. How was it? Because I was like, if I want to do anything, I want to go to a beach and just sit and relax and think now, of nothing. Now, where in L.A. were you? So I was in Beverly Hills. Oh. oh. In Beverly Hills. You didn't go to Pump? I did. You did? Yes. How was it? I can't believe you didn't tell me you went to Pump. <laughs> oh, well, you did tell me you went to Pump. And I was like, <laughs> I, I wonder I if he'll tell them that I'm a, I, I do a great drag brunch. <laughs> I went to Sir and Pump. Uh-huh. And At how the behest it? of my mother and my sister. Now, for our listeners who don't know, Sir and Pump are owned by Lisa Vanderpump, Lisa who's like Vanderpump. the best Beverly Hills housewife. Yeah. So on my one day off, I went to the beach. It was amazing. I got sunburned. I played in the water. And then that night I was like, I want to go out, but I don't want to go far from where I'm staying because I have to Uber everywhere or walk. And her restaurants are fairly close to Beverly Hills. They're kind of border Beverly Hills, West Hollywood area. So I was like, I'll just walk up that way and figure it all out. And they're right next to each other, too. They're like a block away from each other. So I went to um, Sir first. And I walked in, and I literally thought I was walking onto a TV set. Oh. like the, Well, because they film uh, the Vanderpump other show. Rules. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it is built like it's a TV set. Like oh, Everything smart. was over the top. Every, there was like... Moving lighting here and a rotating chandelier here and pink lights Do on the walls have, and um, like you know um, like when they build the ho- the house for like um, real world mm-hmm. was that built with like are there like cameras like up and around I didn't see cameras but they have um, set lighting uh-huh. hanging okay it's it wasn't on but right. they have the lighting ready to go and it just everything it felt like I was in a, on a TV show. It was the drinks were terrible. Really, the oh. bar didn't have seats at it. I was just kind of standing there alone. I didn't want to sit at a table. I will say the DJ was incredible though. They had a DJ in the front door who was doing these like Euro lounge versions of '90s songs. Mm-hmm. Like what? However, she was doing it. She would have like Missy Elliott, but it had this like. Mm. Like this, uh-huh. like loungy dance, I love that. and it was incredible. Um, but I was like, I don't want to stay here, so I left. I went and had dinner at some like pretty good taco place, and then I went to Pump, which was another block down. Pump was really cute. A lot of it is like outdoors. Yeah, and there's all these like trees with lights in yes, them. I've, yeah, and uh-huh. the bar. I've never watched the show, so I don't know. What? No, well, I mean, I don't. I no, I have watched the show. I don't. Follow the show. You need to. I started Real oh, Housewives oh, of New York okay. for you. Okay. I'm I, obsessed, by the way. Are you caught up? I take that back. You're dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. And now they leave us for two weeks? Is that what's happening? On that? Oh. All right. Anyway. Anyway. We should do it. Can we? I think. Did I say this before? We should do a know. supplemental show where yeah, we, we just we, talk no, about Housewives. Yeah, yeah. We need to do that. Okay. I think that's our ticket on to watch what happens. Listen, live, if you guys want to hear a supplemental show, supplemental. weekly, bi weekly, or something that we're just talking about Housewives, let us know. Let us know. Okay. So the bar there is so cute, though. It's like a little pavilion out in the garden. And there's, like, chandeliers hanging, but you're out in nature. It was really a pretty, pretty bar. I actually sat there and had well, a cocktail. I love, you know, because Lisa Vanderpump designs all the, the look of the bar, right? And yeah. I really, I mean, her. I know it's, like, over the top, but I really love the aesthetic of no, her it's house. It's so your aesthetic. And her, the bars, <laughs> and the, I just love it. It's it's kind of, like, modern meets Baroque, but, like, comfortable. Like, that's covered what I feel in like. jewels. Yeah, I love it. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'd want a house, an entire house that looks like that, but like, you know, my bathroom could be looking like that or something. Yeah. You know, the dining room. Your bathroom is definitely Baroque. <laughs> my bathroom is <laughs> definitely <laughs> Baroque. <laughs> this is true. This is totally true. Okay, what's next? Anyway. Anywho's in. Buffum Beautiful. Buffum Beautiful. Right after this. My turn. Okay, so um, it's time for Buff and Beautiful. Buff and Beautiful. Well, you know me. I love going to Sephora. It's like the grocery store for me. I, in fact, I think I'm at Sephora more often than I'm at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there recently, and I'm on a new um, mission to only use cruelty-free makeup. Good for you. I just, you know, I, I didn't even think about it until recently it came up that MAC Cosmetics is no longer cruelty-free. And if you don't know what cruelty-free means, it means that they test on animals. Mm-hmm. And that means they're basically and torturing animals for no reason, and they're living in not they're living in laboratories, and it's usually... It's not just slapping lipstick on a, on a little bunny. No. There's a lot of chemical it's, things, as you well, were saying. Well, yeah, and I, you know, you can, you guys all, you can imagine, um, and I don't want to get all negative, but for me personally, I'm like, I just, I need to make a, a switch. So, I'm on the lookout, number one, for a really good full coverage foundation that isn't a liquid. Um, so if anyone has any suggestions, I know Kevin Aquan is cruelty free and all of his products are super amazing, but they're very luxury and they're a little more pricey, which if they're going to be cruelty free, I don't mind. But, um, and, and there is a, a, I use his celestial skin concealer, which is great. Celestial skin. skin. Uh, but it's a little pricey. So if anybody has any good V, uh, a good, uh, cruelty free, it doesn't have to be vegan necessarily, but. If anyone's got a good recommendation for cruelty-free, full-coverage foundation, let me know. Um, but I went to Sephora, and I'm going to do a little bit of a, a haul. A what? They, they call it a haul on the used tubes, where you go and you buy a bunch of crap and you like, sh- like show everybody. Like haul as in like haul ass, or like haul like a like Haul, a like I just hauled all this shit like home hauled, with me, oh, and I'm going to... Okay. So, um, first I wanted to try... Kat Von D has some new products out. Okay. Kat Von D. We've talked about Kat Von D in the program here. Um, and this is part of her Locket line of products. Oh. I purchased her Locket Cream Concealer mm-hmm. in shade Light One Neutral. Now, let me show you. I use this as a highlighter. And um, I'm not going to get into what I use it for. but And we're not, we're not even going to test it. But I'm just going to talk about it. So this is just the, the Locket Cream Concealer. Um, I'm really excited about it. The packaging is so cute. It's her black, kind of like trendy but goth uh, packaging. It comes in a tube with a, um, what do they call this? Horse foot applicator. And the product is so creamy is and that delicious. Really what they call that? What? A horse foot? Uh, hoof applicator or something, or something like that. Oh. I, I can't remember what they call it, but yeah. I know, which I'm like, that kind of turns me off to wanting to put this on my face. Yeah. But it's a tube with a, <laughs> with a, a foot spade. Can, this looks like a spade, yes, but there are ones that are like round that mm. actually look like a hoof. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, with a wand, a wand applicator, <laughs> we'll say. Um, I've used the, I used this for a gig uh, the other day. I love it. Creamy, full coverage. You can blend it out. It feels nice on the skin. Vegan, cruelty free. It's great. 
So far, so good. Okay. Then I picked up her Locket Setting Powder. Now, normally I use um, Makeup Forever. has a really great, their HD, I think it's just called HD Setting Powder, and it's white, and it's so super finely grained, and it's very pricey, but it's so worth it. And I use it just kind of under the eye area, mm -hmm. helps smooth everything out, locks in, holds in the, uh, the makeup, sets it really well. But, you know... Kat Von D came out with a setting powder, and I thought I'd try it. Now, this is kind of like, it's not white, which I appreciate, oh. because the the white HD Makeup Forever powder can sometimes end up making you look pasty, Yeah, and this, this is, is like a cream. It's, it's like, almost like vanilla cake mix. It reminds me of a less yellow banana powder. Now, if you know makeup, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I th was afraid that maybe it would alter the colors of my foundation, but it didn't. It says it's translucent, and, and it pretty is, much dries that way. This is this goes over the top. Of this, the yeah, foundation. this goes over your foundation to set it, hold it in, so it's not like running all over the place. But you can see it does. I mean, it does. You know, the concealer that I have is a very light color concealer, and it does uh -huh. kind of give it a little bit of a warm. Oh. Tone, but I, I I used this too the other day and I and I did enjoy this. Your diamond, you like that? I just noticed. Yeah, your ring is back Thanks, on. Honey. My you ring got is it back fixed. On. We can we reconciled. Aww. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, my ring got fixed. <laughs> you like that? I love it. Thank you so much. Anyway, um, Kat Von D, I enjoyed it. I've only used it once. The translucent setting powder. We'll see. I used it once. I enjoyed it. I normally use Ben Nye, which is less expensive, but. This is um, Ben ground. Nye, the makeup guy. Yes, <laughs> Ben Nye uh, setting powder. But this is—I um, think this is ground more finely, and I enjoy that because I feel like it gives a smoother. Well, it's HD. Appearance. So. No, that's the makeup forever. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. You watch I've, your mouth. This I've is the Kevin everything. I know. I also got this. I'm excited about. This is like your Mary Poppins bag of makeup right I now. I know. Well, I saw Candy Johnson on YouTube, who's a makeup person. Check her out if you're into this. I think I went to school with a Candy Johnson. Candy? No, that was Candy Jenkins, honey. <laughs> Candy Jenkins. Um, and she was talking I'll leave about. I'll that joke to you. She was talking about the Dior Air Flash CC Primer. You just said a lot of words in an order that made no sense to me. Say it again. The Dior 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 Skin Air Flash. CC primer. What the hell does that mean? Well, it just means it's going to make you beautiful. Now, it's super shiny. It's super shiny. It's very luxurious. Silver. Um, it's a, a spray. Now, I used this once in real life, like day to day, and I loved it. Then I used this under makeup, and I didn't love it so much. Now, keep in mind, I'm applying a much fuller face of makeup than a normal gal. Uh, but I love this for the day today. So what we're going to do, oh, you shake it up real good. Oh, You shake it up. And you can spray it directly on your face, or they say you can spray it into your palm and then put it on your face. I'm just going to do a quick... Let me see. Let me see. And this does what exactly? Okay, so this says... It primes... I'm going to I'm going to read it to you real quick. I, okay. I'm so bad at this. Inspired by backstage makeup techniques, the micronized texture of Dior Skin Air Flash CC primer enhances the complexion in a flash. At the heart of the formula are PhotoSmart pigments, a collection of multicolored pigments that correct color imperfections and amplify skin's natural light radiance. 
instantly erases shadows, evens out skin texture, and brightens dull complexions. Day after day, smoothed and plumped, the skin enjoys newfound freshness. The Radiance Boosting Primer is the perfect way to restore a healthy glow to the face and revive the complexion. It optimizes the application and hold of your foundation. Oh, so maybe I should be wearing this over my foundation. See, yeah, I'm wearing this a under. Well, that's okay. It's saying wear it over. It's saying over, so I'll try it again. No, you put it on, and then it optimizes the foundation right. you put on top. So, okay, here we go. You I tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's fine. Just leave that anywhere. Do I look you, gorgeous? You look like a magician that just did a vanishing act, and there's smoke <laughs> everywhere. Do I look gorgeous? Let me do you. Well, with this cloud in front of me, you have that, like, nice RuPaul glow to you. See? There you go. Let me do you. Come on. That's it. It's just a... Okay. (laughs) Oh, uh (laughs) uh-huh. I know. It's okay. Just... (laughs) (laughs) This doesn't bode well for Dior. You're coughing and hacking over there. No, I'm sorry. I just inhaled as you... As you spray, it smells delicious. It smells delicious. It feels good. I can barely see you. I said, no, no, yeah. I can see a little glow on the skin. Yeah, there's definitely a glow. Without shine. Over. Yeah. Without shine. It's like a, it's a, it's a schmear. Okay, so I use this once <laughs> under my foundation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it again over the foundation and I'll get back to you. It looks like I just tried, like I overcooked something in the kitchen and the apartment got a little like smoky. <laughs> smoky. <laughs> <laughs> what else did I get? I really like the smell, though. It smells really, really good. And that's, yeah, it smells, like, delicious. I can't even deal. Okay, then I got... Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm obsessed with primers, right? I got the Too Faced Hangover RX Replenishing Face Primer. They're the ones who did the totally cute... Totally cute. Totally cute. Okay, so just a little... I want you to use this somewhere, but not... Oh, on me? Yeah, I want you to feel it. what What is it? What do I do? Just a little... Here. Under under the eye. Yeah, under the eye. Okay. 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 This is real. It's very hydrating. This is the Too Faced Hangover. What are you saying? Replenishing face primer. I'm saying what it is. I, and why do I have to? I, I do I look hungover? No, like oh, I understand. No, just like this. Yeah, there you go. Okay. This replenishing makeup primer is your instant cure for a beauty hangover. Coconut water, probiotic-based ingredient, and skin revivers work together to boost skin's radiance, promote elasticity, and help hydrate while locking down makeup for fresher, longer, and more flawless wear. Smells like coconut. It smells like coconut. I love it. It matches this Malibu we're drinking. It does match the Malibu that we're sipping at. Um, I really enjoyed this. So um, I used this under my eye area, then applied my makeup over it's very um, light. It's not a very, f- like, um, sometimes I use um, a more thicker primer, but this is really nice and light, and I felt, like, no difference. Like, I when I used my makeup, when I put my makeup over it, I didn't feel any difference from the other primer I used, but Is there, like, better. a um, SPF on it, or is no, it... I don't think so, no. Because it kind of feels like... No, I don't think there is. Hmm. All right, how do I look? Is it blended in? You're glowing and dewy. Oh my god! Uh, you don't even look like you were drinking. Serving. I don't look. <laughs> then I picked up Velour Lashes. That'll be the day. Your luxury lash fix. I can't wait. Hundred percent silk lashes. Now, they're hundred percent real silk. They look beautiful in the packaging. Okay. But the band is very thick, and I tried to use them for a gig the other day and just felt like. It wasn't for me. Just wasn't. 
Are you going to return them? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're they're pretty... Just the band is very... Like, look at the band. Look how thick the band is. I mean, I don't know if you have anything to compare it to, but you see how thick the band on the yeah. bottom is? It's very thick and full. And the band extends past the lashes... I don't know. I just maybe I maybe somebody else knows something I don't. But I was like, I don't think these are not. They look realistic. They look real. The 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 the, the, the actual lash, the lash yeah. part looks very voluminous. They just weren't for me. I just was like, this is not. Oh. I, yeah. So boom, boom, that was, So those are going back. Um, I got the new Clinique based on Liz's suggestion. Oh. The new Clinique take the day off makeup remover wipes. Makeup towelettes. They're amazing. If you've ever used Take the Day Off before, you it's it's like Take the Day Off is the best makeup remover Without aside taking a from coconut oil. Oh, oh. Coconut oil is like the best. But this is great. I love to have a makeup wipe in my bag so that after a gig I can just kind of take the lips off, kind of wipe the face down just a little bit. Um, so these are amazing. And then I got one more thing and you're going to die. Oh my God, it never ends. It never ends. She's a rich bitch. <laughs> um, so this is the Glam Glow. You know I love Glam Glow. They make glam the masks. Glow, yeah. They make the face washes, which I swear by. In fact, every single one of the products, I think I've tried every one at this point. The only one I don't like is their new, they have a new like moisturizing face lotion. Mm-hmm. And it's really greasy, and it really bothered me. Yeah. The instructions say to use it overnight. Get rid of it. But I was like, no. And it doesn't smell very good. I don't know. I don't like it. Who but this time is. For that? This is the uh, Glam Glow Plump Rageous Gloss Lip Treatment. Plump? Okay. Well, oh, oh, it extends. Look at that. You try Twist that. It. Try you that, t- bitch. Wait, what do I do to it? Put that right on your lips. Oh, my lip. It looks like, um, well, just, I don't really, it's I'm a not gloss. A, I don't think I'm a fan of the applicator. But yeah, what does it look like? I don't even know what it looks when like. When a dog gets a little excited and... Oh, you're disgust. You have a problem. You're disgust. Tell me that doesn't look a little bit. Okay, all right. <laughs> you're gonna feel the plumping in any any second. You're gonna feel it. Oh, is it one of the? Oh, I just put my hand. That's on okay. the Wrong part. Now I'm almost plumpy. I don't care. Oh my god, your lips are blowing out. Your lips are exploding. Am I? Am I plumping? Look how plump. Just, oh, I like that feeling. Just two I guys. I like that. Just, just two guys checking out makeup. Just just two guys having really a good plump time. Lips. Just two guys hanging out. Feels good, right? Mm-hmm. If you want a good lip plumper, this is the it's best. It's like a little numbing. Which I love. Mm-hmm. Just let it sit for a minute. You're going to love that. So that's my, my Sephora this... haul. Real quick, I want to talk to go along with our Olympics theme. Oh, I want right, to talk that. about... <laughs> Yeah, the theme that I was supposed to that stick with. That we keep avoiding. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about all my fun stuff I got. No, I know. I've, I've been avoiding it myself. <laughs> well, you know, everyone's... It's all about us on this show. It's all about me. Um, you know, highlighters are all the rage. And now they're starting to come in, like, crazy colors. I know. You can do all your good studying with them. <laughs> Take great notes. <laughs> no, this is for the face. <laughs> Not for studying. Your marketing. Oh, but now I like to highlight. See, for if you have um, not the smoothest skin, I think I've talked about this before. You don't want to highlight your cheeks unless you have because uh, a highlighter will um, call attention to the fact that you don't have the smoothest of surface. Uh-huh. And men, 
don't have the same texture skin as women. No. Men's skin is a little rougher. So for me, I don't highlight the cheeks, which is all the rage right now. It's to like highlight that like like uh, what do you call this area? It's like the highlight yeah, area. Yeah, like, like that the the, the it's the, like from the, the lower the top yeah, the cheekbone, the, the top the, of the cheekbone. Yeah. Um, I don't. Sometimes I'll put a little highlighter there, and then I'll put like a matte blush on top of it to tone it down. Yeah. But highlighting is all the rage right now, and they they're coming out with crazy colors. But we're talking about gold and silver and bronze. Okay. So I have with me uh, Urban Decay's Naked Illuminated Highlighter. Now watch this. Is, I highlight my boobies with this. Okay. <laughs> watch what happens. Watch what happens. It's so shiny. Look at this. Oh wow! Okay. It's like um, um, it's gorgeous. It's it's a sparkly. It's it's like what color is that? Like a, I don't know. It's like not even a sparkle. It's like just like a shine. No, it's a shiny. Yeah, which is the difference between a highlighter and glitter. Like a highlighter is like so finely a grained sh- that it's not really like yeah. It's like yeah. Um, and then I, I've talked about this palette before, the Jaclyn Hill face palette from Becca Cosmetics, the one that's impossible to get. Well, not anymore. Now not you can get it anywhere. Yeah. Um, but this comes with kind of a gold and a bronze highlight as well. Um, so this is your bronze, which I is great. I love a bronze. The bronze is great over like a, um, if you're really, really tan or you're dark skinned or you've done a contour and you want to kind of uh, highlight over the contour. Now, again, you, you don't ever want to highlight your contour because that defeats the purpose because contour is to recess create shadow, not call attention to. But it's just a subtle, like, bronzy, rose gold. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then there's a gold in this. Oh, my favorite. I love gold. So those are perfect for, like, summertime. Gorgeous. Use them in the corner of your eyes as well. Use them on your boobies. Use them on your clavicle to call attention to the beautiful clavicle bones. My clavicle? Is that what that is? Clavicle, yeah. Like, above Mm -hmm. my chest? Yes. Use it on the tip of your nose. I have very pronounced clavicle. You have a nice clavicle. Yes, your clavicle is very nice. <laughs> now, I actually was in um, Sephora recently, of course, because I did that haul, um, and they had a whole what an end cap of uh-huh. these type of highlighters. Your lips are so plump, so plump. Can you stand it? Oh my god, mm-hmm. they're huge. Can you stand it? She can really talk. <laughs> Um, so go on over to Sephora. Kevin Aquan makes a gorgeous highlighter. There's tons of companies. Anastasia Beverly Hills has a whole, has two different highlight palettes. So um, go check that out. Jeffree Star has just come out with some crazy, you can get a blue highlighter, a green highlighter, which I don't know why you'd want to highlight your face in those colors, but I could see using those colors on your eye. Yes. Um, so check them out. Highlighting, it's all the rage. Gold, silver, bronze. Gold. <laughs> gold. 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 This is starting to f- have a new feeling, by the way. It's, is it warming up? Now it's like, it went from a kind of numbness to now a kind of tingle. Now, girls, now he's, we're talking about the lip plumper. Now imagine how that would feel, kissing your man. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, with men, you want to hit... I'm, now I'm getting into my... You know, I used to sell sex toys, so now I'm getting into the... This is okay. So if you can, if you do a lip plumper or like a lip gloss that kind of tingles your lips. Now imagine you're kissing him. Make sure you have a nice perfume on. You want to hit all the senses. Different places, right? You know, different areas. His nipples, his neck. It's gonna make those areas tingle, girls. So get on it. You know, we just started a um, Anita and Jeannie Marie's at home sex education party. 
Oh. Yeah, so if you want to book a party with an Indian junior where they come and teach you sex ed, you let us know. It's hysterical and informative. This heart is cold. He loves gold. He loves only gold. Only gold. He So normally I talk about drag queen merch and going to AnitaBuffum.com, clicking Let's Shop and buying a shirt, but I'm so excited, Anita and Jean, wait, who am I? Anita and Jean Marie and I, wait, no, Jean Marie and I, that's what it is, <laughs> have some new House of Mimosa shirts that we're shipping out to all of our fans, and all you have to do is contact us via our social media to get a free CD with the purchase of a shirt. That's right. We have tank tops, v-necks, and crewnecks, black, teal, purple, with our silhouette logo. It's so cute. It says House of Mimosa in this, like, silver gold silk screen. It's so cute. And uh, we throw in our live album. Oh, my God. That's it. It's like a PBS fundraiser. That's exactly what it is. So just contact me via social media for one of those shirts. Uh, they've, been selling like, they've actually been selling like hotcakes on Sunday morning. Hotcakes. That's it. Um, and, you know, we partnered with um, Following Rabbits, uh, who you can check out on Instagram. She's amazing. She's local here in Queens. And all the shirts are hand silk screened to my specifications. <laughs> And I produced our live CD. So really, what more could you want? So shoot me a message right. if you'd like a, like a House of Mimosa shirt and CD. And we will ship that out to you soon. And as always, we love to see posts tagged with House of Mimosa of our fans wearing our merch. And um, I think next up we have some... Uh, Bette Midler. Twitter. Theater. How weird is it that the guy climbing the Trump Tower with suction cups today isn't the number one suckiest thing having to do with Trump this week? Brought to you by In the Box Podcast. Suction cups! Suction cups, I can't, that was crazy, that was insane. What a nut job that guy what was. What a nut job. Anyway. Anyway. I guess I read that he was trying to prove that a wall wouldn't keep the Mexicans out. He wanted a private audience with Mr. Trump. Oh, is that what he wanted? Yeah, who wasn't there. That seems a little extreme. Well, he got on the news, didn't he? He sure did. Well, thank you guys for thank listening. You we guys. love you. Make sure to check us out on social media, In The Buff Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, you can find me, Anita Buff, from across all social media, and Max J. Blowers. Our That's host me. here. Our host here. Who tries to host. I do what I can. You'd do a better job if I wasn't here. I know, I can't. I'm the Bethany Frankel of the group. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Now that I've seen the show, I get it. I made it nice. <laughs> What's going to happen to Luann and that guy? I can't. I'd let I us can't. know if you want us to do a supplemental a Real Housewives podcast. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. With a view like that, why, I bet you look out the window a lot. Blanche, you a little nervous? Nervous? Me? Wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, no, no, not at all. Come on, Blanche. Most people in wheelchairs were something else until that one second before their accident and their lives changed.